All right. Hey, guys, we are live. Welcome to the Bags to Riches podcast. I'm Zach Yin, your host. I quitted my minimum wage bag boy job to pursue the riches of real estate investing at the age of 17 and never looked back. I'm here to educate and inform entrepreneurs, young and old, how to become complete real estate investors by talking to the best and most influential minds of real estate. I am joined by both members of Wholesale Mentory, Marshall Williams and Rico Brooks. Marshall's been a real estate investor for about a year now in wholesaling, coming back from over 21 years of business experience. And he's joined with by Rico Brooks, who has six years of real estate wholesaling experience. And they are just doing so good in the Fayetteville, North Carolina market. I had to bring them on and talk about why they're so successful. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So let's get this started out in the beginning. So what is your story and how did you guys both individually get started in real estate investing and wholesaling specifically? Um, yeah, so um, I guess you could say, man, I was just working, uh, you know, a regular job, you know, 12 hours of shifts. And uh, man, I just felt like I was more than that, you know. Um, I always wanted to get into real estate, didn't know how. Um, I always seemed, you know, while at the job, you know, that was like my motivation. You know, at the house, I'm cool, I'm resting, but at the job, I was like, man, I don't want to be here. So what were you I doing? Across a, huh? I'm sorry? What were you doing? Oh, uh, I built tires. I made, I worked at Goodyear. Oh, wow. I actually <laughs> made tires, man. Yeah. So it was, cool. man, it was treacherous out there, man. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I would, I would listen in on, like, podcasts like Sean Terry, man, and um, that guy motivated me like crazy, right? And um, I think I listened to like every episode like four times. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take action, man. You know, this guy says put out bandit signs and I'm going to do it. So i done it, right? And literally my phone blew up, man. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do, man. Um, I just took it one step, step at a time. I reached, I reached out at that time to another wholesaler, man, and we started closing deals. Uh, so that's uh, how I got into wholesaling. Okay. And so that was in 2014? Yep. 2014. Okay. And what was your, so how did you get your first deal then? Man, so my first deal, right, was, um, it was a burnt house right next to the VA hospital, man. And uh, I got it under contract, I think initially at 6000 right? And uh, my partner's like, oh man, that's too much, man. We got to renegotiate. I'm like, man, I don't know how to like renegotiate, man. You gotta hold my hand, you know. And um, so we went back and renegotiated down to like 2,500. And um, he's like, all right, man. Now we gotta find a buyer, right? Um, the source was uh, Bandit Signs, by the way. Um, so um, found the buyer. Well, my partner found a buyer. Uh, the guy ended up buying for nine thousand dollars. I mean, completely burnt house, you know. <laughs> And uh, I was just like, man, what is he going to do? But he ended up selling that land to the VA hospital. Uh, I think he had an uh, interconnection with the VA hospital, so it worked out for him. It worked out for us. Everybody was happy. Everybody was happy. Wow. So let's bring it over to Marshall here. So how did you get started in real estate investing then? Um, pretty much uh, just kind of stumbled upon it. Um, I've started so many businesses, so it was about that time for me to start a a new business, so um, I was just watching The Breakfast Club, um, like a 
like a radio show. And a guy, Mark Witten, was on there. Um, and he started talking about wholesaling. I said, wow, that sounds pretty interesting. I'm, I'm, and I'm already looking for another business to get into. So, uh, so I, I started, I watched him. Then I went on YouTube and looked up real estate wholesaling and all, and all these other people popped up. So I just started like a few months just watching those videos. So finally, I was like, okay, I'm ready uh, to start this thing. So just from previous business experience, I always kind of start building relationships first and networking. So um, I went around and seen about four or five bandit signs, called them up. Actually, Rico is the only one that responded out of that. So, you know, we talked and we decided to meet, um, which is a, a fun story. It's a crazy story, man. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, since it's your side, I, I will, I'll let you tell. <laughs> yeah, man. So, right, you know, when, when putting out bandit signs, you know, the city frowns upon it, right? Uh, <laughs> so, so um, when he called, I was like, yes, man, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? He was like, hey, man, my name's Marshall. And, uh, man, his, his his enunciation is, like, so proper, right? I mean, it's, like, super country proper, you know. So I was like, yeah, man, let's meet up. But I was getting scared. I was like, man, maybe he's a coding I'd be scared. Man. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so, so I'm like staking out the place, like trying to see who it is. Like, is this policeman or whoever it is, the code enforcer? Uh, so I kind of ghosted him like a week or two, you know, like, yeah, let's be here. And I'm trying to see who he was. But uh, something told me, man, I just went with my, with my gut feeling, man. Something told me to just, you know, meet up with him. And I'm glad I'm glad I did, man, because uh, we're killing it right now. That's great. What each each other had to say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We, we jumped on it, man. I have my experience. He has experience. Um, you know, I've learned a lot from him over the last year. Because I learned a lot, I guess, the basics from YouTube. But, you know, his mm. six years experience, I just learned the finer points and what to do in certain situations that you would never see on a, you know, on the YouTube Oh, yeah. Channel. Who's your uh... – who are some of the guys you saw on YouTube that helped you a lot uh, starting out? Um, after I seen Mark Whitten. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Um, yeah, Max Maxwell, uh, Sean Terry. Uh, actually, the first guy um, was the Flip Man. Uh, yeah, Tyler. Mark Whitten. Uh, I bought his little course and went through it. And then I just – those are probably the main – Main guy. <laughs> he looked like the flip man. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> killing me with that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, just pretty much just watching. Those were the main ones, and then I just came across other people, and then like I say, uh, I was just ready to make that jump. Um, and I, like I said, I called Rico on that bandit sign. He's the only one that called me back, and we just went from there. Wow. Are you guys in the same market as uh, Max Maxwell? Uh, he's about an uh, hour and a half away uh, in okay. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, always trying to get him on the podcast, too. But, you know, we're still trying to build that story going on here. So, that's cool. So, what was your first deal then? Uh, actually, my first deal um, was from driving for dollars. Um when I came aboard, I, I was pretty much obsessed with driving for dollars. I started on one uh, side of the city and drove every nook and cranny, every street. So I got to the other side 
Um, and then uh, I didn't ever do a deal, I guess, purely by myself because I was already teamed up with Rico. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, my first two deals that I was part of came from uh, Driving for Dollars. The first one was, uh, was 7000 and then the second yeah. one was back. Yeah, Simon C. And then the second one was what I think it was eighteen eighteen thousand. So okay, and so <laughs> so you guys starting out here. Obviously, it wasn't all upwards. I mean, what were some of the early struggles you guys had starting out in the business? Hmm. I would probably say just getting the system together, learning each other. Uh, but even that didn't take long, man, because um, our energy is like it pings off one another. It's almost like we're joined at the hip, man. Like what he's thinking, I'm thinking. I'm like, oh man, you know, yeah. like we're literally texting at the same time and he'll send his out and I'll send mine out. And I'm like, oh man, we just texting at the same time. But uh, probably in the early stages, probably just figuring out each other, trying to get comfortable with each other and things like that. But uh, really no obstacles, man, to be honest with you, really you know, nothing major. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I guess also with me, um, you know, got those, deals quickly and again I had a veteran on my team so that helped but I guess the first deal like when a buyer you know I'm, I'm like man this this is you know all roses you know getting all these deals and then I guess the first time when a buyer backed out like at the last minute I thought, oh I've heard about that but never experienced it I thought, oh man we had a you know we had a deal oh man you know so it's kind of never experienced it you know in wholesaling so, uh, but you know, it's nature of the game, you know. But other than that, yeah, pretty close. Okay. So, how is your business structured now? So, is someone specifically doing marketing and visionary stuff, and someone doing implementation? What, what's the whole structure going on now? Right. Uh, pretty much, uh, he does the negotiations and, and over that whole department, and I'm over all the uh, marketing. Um, that's everything from uh, pushing uh, uh, out to the sellers, all the marketing with that, cash buyers, social media, all of that. Uh, so that's how, and then of course we have um, our team under us, but that's kind of how we split two departments. So. so you have other people on the team too? Right. Okay, so who else is on your uh, team? Uh, we yeah, we have an assistant that we, uh, we have a full-time assistant that um pretty much handles like emails some inbound calls um you know just organizing everything like podio um appointments you know you name it man uh, then we have a a, a part-time assistant that um i, I want to say you can say she's like a, a slash cold caller she does make mm -hmm. some uh, follow-up calls um so sometimes we're swamped man um she builds um she does the qualifications on, on some of our properties or some of our leads. Um, yeah, man. And then I pretty much, if it's a hot lead, I pretty much just jump right in, man, and take it over from there. If it's uh, a qualified lead, we have uh, a guy that we're trying to bring into training right now on the acquisition side. Uh, he goes out on appointments with me and things like that. So he's still in training. Uh, but our main, one of our goals is to pretty much have this company on autopilot and pull ourselves out um and then the deposition side is a whole another a whole another thing too man um i haven't really uh assigned nobody to that but our uh, full-time assistant man has been just like really just taking over that 
that uh that load, man, on the deposition side, man. Um, he's he's coming in strong, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. He takes a load off of uh, you know, for you know, she takes a load off of me uh, because sometimes it's 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 tough, man, trying to keep the seller and the buyer happy once you got it under under contract, man. The seller's like, yo, we're supposed to close. Like, you told us last week. And I'm like, yo, just hang on, you know, there was a mix up in paperwork or something. So she pretty much keeps, you know, she's the glue, man, when it comes to the deposition side, man. And uh, communicating with the attorney slash title company, stuff like that. So, uh, but that's pretty much our team, man. We do have a, a couple of cold callers, um, which we're probably going to be uh, getting more now to the you know the coronavirus now. but uh it's just part of it's part of the part of the game man evolving you know as things happen definitely i mean this whole coronavirus thing's definitely thrown a loop on us it's definitely crazy we've definitely transitioned more into doing a lot of land deals and a lot of deals that are just really really bad margins and we have been having success with that you know when things change we're obviously going to go a lot more on the creative side that we've done in the past uh, so are you guys exclusively doing wholesaling or are you doing other avenues too? Uh, no, no, man. We do uh, subject twos, right? We do uh, lease with options to purchase. Um, and we'll do a contract for deeds. Yeah, I think we got a contract for deed. Yeah, we got a contract for deed going on this week, man, closing this week. Um, yeah, man. Hey. Like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we do a lot of creative strategies, man. Um, I'm trying to jump in to learn more about raps. Um, so yeah. I'm getting uh, a little educated on this side. Um, but yeah, man, we, we we try to we try to find a solution for every lead we come across. Man. Okay. Pretty much, we do have a solution. It's just you know getting the seller to open. Okay. Okay. And are you guys actually holding those creative deals or are you actually trying to wholesale them, those out? If they're good, I mean, if it's like um, too good to be true, we'll hang on to them, man. But most of the time, we'll just uh, assign them to, to someone else. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we're looking into now. I mean, we're, we got a couple of lease options. We got now cash. Like, they're going to cash for like 800 a month, just like net, 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 and we're just – we don't want to sell them. It's just, it's just too good to be true. You, you, you put five grand into it and you get like, what, eight times 12. I mean, you almost get like eight grand after everything. It's insane. So things like that's where we're looking more towards in this future. I mean, in the future here with your business, I mean, are you looking to do more wholesales or are you going to try to transition into more creative then? Or is just take it as it is? Yeah, pretty much all of it. Like, like I said, we're just trying to increase deals as much as possible, and uh, the situation will pretty much dictate uh, where that particular deal goes. So, I, you know, the whole vision is just pretty much scale across the nation. Uh, we're moving into some other cities now. Um, so, yeah, that'll pretty much dictate what direction we go in. Okay, so you are doing, uh, you're starting to do virtual deals? Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And have you had success with that yet? Yes, we have. Actually, um, we're really, <laughs> really nice one. Uh, should be, uh, I guess, by next week? Uh, this week. Oh, that's close this week? This week. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, uh, $50,000 assignment <laughs> fee from another state. Yeah. Um, and we got some other ones under contract uh, from other states. Uh, so it's been about a month, about a month now. 
that in mind. Yeah. Yep. And reaching out. Um, so yeah, I mean, our our vision is to be pretty much in every city eventually across the United <laughs> States, whenever that may be. So. <laughs> that's old man. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, we've got a future Kegley over here, which is uh, awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. I talked to Jamil. He's a real nice guy. So it seems like exactly what you're trying to do, which is uh, cool. Yeah, so right. a question I get from a lot of our students is when you're doing virtual deals, obviously it's not the same as being in person, building that rapport. So how do you build rapport on these virtual appointments to get those really good spreads? Um, as far as building rapport with the seller or with, with the, the, the partner that we're uh, with the seller. So, are you taking these down over the phone? Yeah. So most of the time, um, it's a it's like a JV partnership on most. Oh, okay. Of, on most of them, yeah. Uh, There's certain cities that we um, that we market in where you know we deal directly with the seller, um, but most of the time it's a JV partnership. Um, but like the the one that we're closing on on the fifty thousand dollars time, that's actually one of the cities that we've actually you know reached reached out to the seller. Um, and it just so happened with that one, man, the seller. And uh, I know a truly an investor, a wholesaler, or what they call a buyer or what. Um, but um, she just had a real bad experience, you know, with another investor. And, um, you know, I was just telling her, like, hey, you know, we'll have the title company follow up with you. You'll be in the email with us through correspondence. Everything will be transparent, you know. Uh, um, you know from day one, I'll speak nothing but the truth. Um, and all the way to the finish line, you know, we're going to buy your property. You know, so she really, she really entrusted me, you know, just really just maybe two or three conversations over the phone, you know, just, you know, saying the same stuff like that. And then she's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, and I think it really, I think it really hit home is, is when the, when we put her in correspondence with the title company. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're really serious. So um, yeah, getting, getting the, the title company really helped out as well. Okay. And how do you find the uh, buyer on that virtual deal then? So, so one of our methods um, on virtual deal, um, if, if, if we haven't already built a buyer's list in that city, um, which we pretty much got them nationwide, man, to be honest with you, but um, if we haven't already built uh, or we don't have enough buyers in that city per se, uh, what we'll do is we'll reach out to realtors, you know, realtors or yeah, buyers, man. And um, in today's market, a deal right now is like, yo, I need it. Everybody's like, I need it. I need it. You know? So believe it or not, man, I'm just being honest, man. Uh, there's still people out there buying, wanting to do flips, you know, and even with what's going on in the market now or what's going on in the world today. Uh, but um, so, yeah, mainly we reach out to realtors. Yeah, I mean, realtors are just, that is true. They do hoard buyers. I, I figured that one out. I, I reached out to one realtor and I thought she had two buyers. She had like 20 in like Miami and it was literally insane. Because in our market, the average, in Miami, the average house is like four to five hundred grand, maybe three hundred. Ours is like I'm selling them for like seventy. So these <laughs> Miami guys are coming up, and I, she she brought like ten people. Didn't speak a lick of English up here. They're looking for investment <laughs> properties, and it was just it's insane. But realtors, like I've gotten in contact with this whole coronavirus, like talking like five a day, and I'm just building that buyers list up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
that's how we're developing our skills with that. But I mean, just on your side, Rico, I mean, you're see, you're very good at talking to people, you know, in person all over the phone. I mean, how do you develop those skills? Through failure, man. Uh, through failure, man. I'm being honest. I wouldn't. It wasn't always my strong point. Uh, when I first started out, I was my strong point was getting the deal in through marketing, and then my previous partner would uh would close them, uh, and then eventually, you know, if I wanted to progress on my own, I would have to learn it, man. So. Just, uh, just stepping out there, man. Uh, you know, and through failure, man. Just, I mean, getting slammed hard. Like, man, you told me this, you told me that, and just learning. You know, um, so that's that's pretty much how I got good. And I don't know, man. People, people like gravitate towards me. You know, like, I don't know if it's my energy or what, but you know, I could just put my ear right here on my shoulder, and people will talk talk to it. You know, like <laughs> nonstop. You know, uh, so I. I use that to my advantage as well, man. Uh, and I really listen to what people have to say. And then, you know, they prove. I'm not trying to, like, be a snake or nothing. I'm really trying to fix problems. You know, even my wife's like, sometimes I just want you to listen. Uh, I don't want you to always fix my problems. I just need you to listen, you know. So, <laughs> but it's true, man. So I, I use that to my advantage, I guess you could say, man, that I'm a good listener. Um, you know, it helps me with my negotiations. I, I definitely agree. I mean, a big pet peeve I do have with a lot of these wholesalers out here, especially in my market, the difference between I'm between me and the average wholesaler is I'm not a slick salesman. When I see people like you and me going on appointments, like I'm talking to them. Like I'm nice. I care about them. I listen. These, these other guys are coming in like slick salesmen. And they're just, they tell them exactly what they want to hear. They're very sharp with like people get scared from that. And I think it's something people really need to start understanding that you can be the nice slick salesman, but if you come in there just as a genuine nice person, you know, wearing like a college shirt or something, not a suit or something, and pulling up, you know, in these crazy nice cars, uh, you can do a lot better. But I mean, this brings me back here to Marshall. So how did you develop your skills in the marketing arena in real estate investing? Um, I guess pretty much uh, marketing for any business is the same. Uh, so it was an easy transition. Um, I learned about 21 years ago, you know, people can't use you unless they know you exist. So I always have just been kind of creative with different marketing strategies and always trying to think out the box and try to come up with low cost, um, effective marketing strategies. So after the, the last 21 years getting into I mean, wholesaling and real estate, I mean, it, it was pretty much easy transition. Um, I've done a lot of deals and investing in other businesses and pretty much all that's the same across any industry. So but once I got into real estate, it was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty much what I've done for 21 years. It's just a different industry. So it, it was, I think that's why we just clicked so easy and everything just came together so quickly. Yeah. So if I looked at a pie chart of your whole business, the marketing side, I mean, what would each slice of it be marketing-wise? So how much is it of direct mail, cold calling, code violations, things like that? What, how is your business set up on the marketing side? Well, basically, uh, once we get the lead in, um, we usually send out a ringless voicemail and uh, a text at the, at the same time. Um, and then if they don't respond to that, then we'll go to a cold call. 
And then if they don't respond to that, we'll go to a postcard. Um, so pretty much, uh, and a lead is never dead um, until they say, hey, quit calling me, you know, a few cuss words in there, tell them to go some places. But even then, we're coming back about a year later, knocking on the door again. Oh, they probably won't remember <laughs> by now. So let's, we'll, we'll hit them again. You know, eventually, they're going to sell to us, get old or whatever. Um, so we're going to stay on them. But, you know, once they cuss us out, we'll, we'll lay off the body here. And then we'll, like I say, the lead is never dead. <laughs> yeah. I 100% agree with that. I take it a little farther than you. Um, I've actually had deals before where the person basically told me to F off. I'm never selling my house to you. This has happened. They die. I mailed their, uh, there's the heirs technically a letter and I buy their house. So it's just it's the way it works. Like that's the, my mindset. So you to lead. Keep that house. I'm telling you, if, when I look at a house, I'm thinking, I'm buying this thing. It's either between you selling it to me or it happens through probate and it's going to happen. So that is my mindset with every single lead. And I, I think it's a very toxic mindset to think that the person's not really interested now. I'm just going to throw them off and call them in six months. It's just it's a terrible mindset to be in. So with lead generation, though, so what is your top marketing channel? Okay, for reaching out to the seller? Yeah. Uh, definitely texting by far. Mm. I mean, it, it, yeah. It's getting kind of, I guess, worse now because like AT&T has really started cracking down on um, text, actual text platforms. Uh, but still, by far, texting is, I mean, it's great. Okay. And, yeah, you're lucky now in RVMs. So in Florida, RVMs are actually illegal. And some big wholesalers are getting like, what, like a fifteen hundred bucks per RVM they sent out as fines. Like you RVM one lawyer, you're in trouble. So oh, wow. that's Florida, though. It's Florida. Oh, that's terrible. I hope no other yeah. states pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my no, 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 not. It's basically only Florida that's happened, and there's some pretty big guys that have had it and they've stopped. So, yeah, RVMs just got to be careful in Florida. I know California's starting to get a little iffy with it. But right now, I mean, the text blast is, it's been one of the best and cheapest channels that I've seen. So I really want to transition now into actually, so you're doing very well in the business side now of the wholesaling. You know, you're doing creative stuff. That's great. So can you tell me what happened to the creation of the education part of Wholesale Mentor? Right. Um, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, of course, you know, we're trying to teach people and um, so they can reach their dreams. But I guess also down that same line, um, you know, as they learn uh, more and start doing deals and need help with Japing, um, you know, I guess that'll come back to us, too. So kind of go hand in hand. You know, we're, we're trying to get out here and teach people, uh, but also, I guess, kind of grow the other side of the business. And, and vice versa, we'll found. So it's a very creative name, Wholesale Mentor. I mean, who who came up with the name? Yeah, that, I just got into the marketing department. So <laughs> <over> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just thought about Rico, and I was like, you know, he's a wholesaler, and let's create a documentary 
about, you know, a full-time wholesaler. So wholesale mentoring, you know, there you go. Wow. So what is the eventual goal on it? Are you trying to just have a free platform for people to learn? Are you going to start creating courses, you know, other parts about that? I mean, what's, what's the goal for that platform? Um, yeah, we, we, yeah, we've got some things in mind, probably some workshops. Um, they're pretty much um, maybe down the line, some books and such. Uh, but right now, just pretty much teaching for free. And uh, we just started a partnership, uh, which is kind of like a student partnership where they can partner with us, uh, bring us the lead. Uh, we'll take it through our system. At the end, when we close the deal, they get 50% of it. Uh, but at the same time, we've taken their hand and whole process wow and so if someone wanted to do that how would they get in hold of you uh basically uh we're phone calls away um or just dm us on instagram or uh contact us on uh youtube uh okay all your socials are below you yes yes (laughs) and we're pretty accessible you know that's that's why that's why we make these videos around Definitely. So your YouTube channel is, it's blowing up like crazy. It's doing very well. And I do recommend you guys check it out. Wholesale Mentory on YouTube. He breaks down a lot of great topics, just the way that we do on this channel too. And on this podcast. So I definitely want you guys to check him out here. So let let me ask you a couple more questions. You know, you're obviously helping a lot of people out and it's definitely coming back to you here. So what would you say is like the most important core value that you guys have in your business? Uh, probably honesty, man. I would mm. say honesty. Um, if you if you have a partner, I would be honest with your partner. Uh, and even even going out getting you know deals and getting stuff on the contract, just be honest with the seller, be honest with your buyer. Um, it just makes everything more smoother. You know, you don't want to start you know, create bad habits when you don't have to, you know. So uh, I would say just being honest and um, all the way around is probably one of our core values. Okay. And so you're doing very well in your market here, and you can obviously analyze some of the competition around it. I mean, what is the biggest problem you're seeing with other wholesalers in your market and around the country that they should probably start fixing? That's kind of what you just said, not being honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, man, seriously. Um, you know, I'll uh, I'll analyze a deal from somebody that calls, you know, hey, I need help. Um, I'm like, okay, like, what's, you know, tell me a little bit more about the situation. And I'm like, okay. I was like, so. Tell them, hey man, if you if you're putting someone else in the property, uh, just tell the seller, you know, because eventually, if you know if he does proceed to go with this, he's going to have to the buyer is going to have to get in contact with the seller at one point. If he decides to, you know, uh, refinance on the loan or you know take some equity out on the loan, 
or whatever the case may be. You know, he's going to have to get, you know, get in contact with the seller at one point, the buyer that he's putting in the property. So, and it also it also helps him come out of the being the middleman out of the uh, in the deal. It also lets him back out, and he's not like held responsible for anything. He can't be sued for nothing. You know? So always just being honest. Yeah, we've had even had some where the seller thought uh, the wholesaler was going to outright buy the property, and it turned out to be a subject too. Yeah. You know, it's like wow, yeah, these guys out here killing us. Yeah, yeah. So, then we had to come in and fix it, and you know. So you you guys are very motivated individuals, and that's why I want you guys on here. You know, guys seem very pumped up all the time. If you see some of your Instagram videos here, but I mean, when you guys get up, I mean, what pumps you up in the morning to get started and just go? Well, um, I know I just love the process of being an entrepreneur. Um, it could be anything, man. It, it I could start a business shoveling doo doo. You know, it just the process of building a business and trying to think of, you know, uh, ideas to grow the business. You know, okay, wow, that worked out great, or maybe that ideal didn't work out as great as I thought, or one that was I thought was going to be mediocre and it turned out to be a great idea for us. So, you know, just the process, man. I just, I just love it, man. I can't wait to get to the office and hey, Rico, all right, let's. You know, it, it just loves the process of it, man. I would say one of my, uh, I would say for me it would be, you know, I'm a, I'm a family man, okay? Um, so if I'm not putting, if I'm not able to take care of my house, then it's going to be rough on me, you know what I mean? So I'm like, man, I got to get out here. I got to do this for my family, do this for my partner because he has a family. So I'm like, that's that's my grind, that's my motivation every day, man. Cause ain't nobody gonna do it for you, man. You know, like I always say, you gotta work hard now to live your best future, man. And that's true. You know, we gotta put things in place for our family so that they don't have to go through the struggles, you know, that we went through. I mean, it's not really a struggle, but hey, if I could build this wholesale business up and making, you know, millions, you know, every year, and I can let my daughter and my my son come in and take over, man, I'm a I'm going to be the I'm going to be the best dad in the world, man. I'm going to feel so good, you know. And they're going to be the most happiest kids, but I want them to appreciate it too. Most definitely, I definitely want them to appreciate it. Uh, but I want them to take it even further than what I've already brought it up. To. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's my goal. How old are your kids? I have one is thirteen. She's my oldest. She's a she's a hoop star, man. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I have a five-year-old boy, six-year-old boy, I'm sorry, six-year-old boy. Um, he's awesome. He's awesome. And then I have a two-year-old little girl, man, that is very demanding. <laughs> she knows what she wants. <laughs> yeah. And you got any kids, Marshall? Yes, I have one kid. Yes, nine-year-old. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have no kids. I'm not married. So I can't really say that. It's my, uh, it's a motivator for me, but you know, just getting out there, getting it, getting those deals is it's the best thing ever. But yeah, 13, you get to get started in real estate investing. It can't be a factor on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got started. Definitely. I mean, just going on oh, wrestling well, tournaments. Uh, wow. Good, man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's my only regret. I didn't start any earlier, but 
you know, it's, yeah. it's not really the biggest deal in the world for me. But so when it comes to building a legacy for you, obviously you have kids, you want to pass something down to them, show them you're a great business people. Uh, I mean, the biggest question I see in real estate investing for a lot of guys in your arena. So you're not new. You're doing a lot of deals. You're making good money. I mean, what are you doing with the profits of the business? Uh, we're pretty much, um, we do a lot of reinvesting uh, right now. Um, I mean, we have everything from other businesses and stocks and such. Um, uh, and pretty much, like I say, take care of our families and uh, reinvesting in the actual real estate business uh, to grow it to the future. Okay. And do you guys have a one, five, and 10 year plan of where you both want to see? each other and yourselves in the future okay i think you went out on a zach yeah yeah no problem do you guys have a one five and ten year plan on where you want to see yourselves in the future yeah man so i think we're wanting to hit a million this year man that's our goal um in wholesale fees in wholesale yeah okay um, that's our goal for a year um, with the trajectory it's going now. Uh, that's, that's, that's our goal. Five years, I think we're wanting to get in. I don't know if it's was it syndicated. Yeah. Syndication? Yeah, yeah. yeah we want to get into syndication. Um, Grant Cardone, man, he's going out the blueprint, so we're going to run with it, man. You know what I mean? Um, ten years, I don't know if we really touched on the ten. Yeah. Um, I know me personally, yeah. um, I know this won't be my last business. Um, I'm always looking for new investments and new business to be part of. Uh, but pretty much, I guess, after at least about five, I, usually I'll be like deeply with the business for about three, four, five years. And once it gets kind of autopilot, I'll start looking for something else to be. Like I said, I just love the process. Um, so probably about five years, probably looking to, you know, if, if this is where we needed to be, probably we'll start looking in. And we've talked about partnering on other businesses, things down the road. So, yeah, no telling, no telling where we're going to end up. No. Definitely. I'm 100% committed to real estate investing myself. You know, it's, I feel like real estate investing and wholesaling is the only business where if you had a hundred bucks and you told me I'd turn that into 500,000, Wholesaling is the only way to do it. I don't know of any other business you can really do that. Unless you create like Apple or something, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wholesaling is a wonderful business. I, I, like I said, I've been in a lot of businesses, but nothing quite like wholesaling. It's mm. special. Yeah. So many avenues it to real estate alone, man. It is. So. This brings me to my last question. I ask everyone this. So I personally started about 200 bucks in my bank account, starting my real estate investment company and very successful with that down here in South Florida. I mean, if you guys were 17 years old again and you had 200 bucks in your bank account, what would you guys do to become the next Rico and Marshall? And I knew about wholesaling wise. So what would your plan be? If you had 200 bucks, you had to, you had to make a living with that and you were 17. Oh yeah. And if I knew about wholesaling, it, it would definitely 
with me. I, I would learn all about it. See, and when I was 17, I didn't have YouTube and all that to learn from. But yeah, if I was 17 well, now, now, oh yeah, with YouTube and $200 in my pocket, and I came across wholesale, I mean, it was a no-brainer. I would just, would just, I would probably start with driving for dollars, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, our first deal landed with uh, what like what was it, seventy eight or one hundred seventy eight? Or oh oh first oh, oh, first oh yeah yeah um it was weird I guess uh it was about one hundred seventy six homes um on that one hundred seventy six home uh that we had put on our list and driving for dollars we got that seven thousand um dollar deal and then we hit it was around two fifty something we got our next deal that was for the eight six thousand uh drive dollar yeah so yeah like, like i said i would take that two hundred dollars and, and spend it on gas money and, <laughs> and drive for dollar <laughs> yep and uh-huh. it just it just keeps flipping it from there and yep. are you guys using like a pen and paper or using like a deal machine app yeah, the deal machine. Yeah. Okay, so that's helped you a lot in the business for driving for dollars. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I mean. He's 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 told me about this the old days of riding around the pen, which is totally fine if you don't have any really need money to work with. Uh, but yeah, personally, I use the the deal machine. Uh, and just with my time, it's the greatest thing because when you're out there, you can plug in the properties, send out that postcard, and when you get home, you're done with your work. You're not coming back home. Preparing letters or preparing uh, postcards. So yeah, I mean that deal machine app. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I, I give it five stars. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So I really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast here, sharing your knowledge. Obviously, you have a very bright future with each other, doing the business. You're just killing it out there. So I do recommend you guys check out Wholesale Mentory and just. Follow them everywhere on their socials below and just get to know them. They're great guys. And if you have a deal, just reach out to them and partner up with them. I mean, learning from people like this is how you get better in real estate investing. So before we sign off here, do you guys have any parting words? Um, like I tell everyone, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs in doing um, whatever, uh, trying to reach your dream. Just never quit, man. If something gets in your way, just stop and just try to think of your way around. It's a, it's a way around everything. Like I said, I've been doing 21 years of business. I've had all kinds of ups and downs to where I just like wanted to lay out on the floor and die. And then five <laughs> minutes later, you know, I'm like, okay, okay, let me get myself together. Now, how do I get around this? So just never stop, man. Just, just never stop. And if you can, you know, if you got somebody next to you, you know, strong, if it's, if it's your, a good buddy or a spouse or a boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever, you know, try to get somebody around you and get all the negativity out of your life. People that's going to go, oh, you can't do it or, or want you, want you to come out and do, you know, stuff that's never going to get you anywhere. Just, I know me, I just got all that. When I first began, I got all that out of my life, man. And then after that, it just never freaking give up man i agree i would i would say the same thing um i was watching something today and um the guy was saying that an alligator can kill a lion easily right he's like but how can i kill an alligator or a crocodile with my bare hands 
because once he eats a big meal, they're pretty much static. They're they're not doing nothing. They're paralyzed. They're just there. So he's like, don't lose your hunger. You got to stay hungry. You got to keep that hunger, man. You got to keep grinding. So I was, I was just to feed on what he said, just yo, you guys from day one, uh, don't let a deal stop you. You don't want to get a deal and just be like, oh, I'm moving in the money and just go chill. No, nah, you want to keep the momentum going. You know, definitely keep that momentum going. The moment you take, you know, slack, the moment you slack up, the moment that, that train stops going. So you want to keep fueling that train, man. So definitely, man, keep grinding. Definitely. I mean, the only question you have to ask yourself here, guys, is what are you more scared of, a hungry tiger or a full tiger? You'd rather be in a cage with And I'm not I would be in a cage with a tiger. Uh, you got a hungry tiger, you're in trouble. But that's true. Yeah, so, that's true. So I appreciate you guys coming on. You guys need to check out Wholesale Mentory. Thank you again, Marshall and Rico, for coming on. And I can't wait to see any year when you guys come back on your your success and where your goals are going to lie. You know. If you can get through this whole coronavirus thing, you can get through basically anything in real estate investing. So I appreciate you guys coming on here, and I can't wait to see what's going on next week with the next guest. So I appreciate it. Thank you, guys, and uh, God bless. And Thanks stay for safe. having us, man. Thank you, Zach. We appreciate it.